This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network. Learn more at trine.edu. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Onliners Podcast, a podcast that dives deeper into the exciting world of online education. Featuring myself, Kirsten, and my colleague and good friend, Cody. Hi, everyone. We are two higher education professionals at Trine Online, a team within Trine University located in Angola, Indiana. Thank you for listening. I am now excited to introduce a colleague and friend that I have worked with for over seven years at Trine University, Cody Buell. I thought it might be helpful to give a little background about Cody and I before we begin this episode. I have been at Trine for over seven years and during that time have worked in our post-traditional college in a variety of roles from admissions to academics. My current role is the Assistant Vice President and Dean of Academics for Trine Online, and I am also an online instructor. Cody has been at Trine University for over nine years, and I have to say that for most of those nine years, Cody was a one-woman show running our online programs and courses. Cody started at Trine as an academic technologist working with faculty who teach online and face-to-face. Her current role is the Director of Online Learning, and she also teaches online. Cody studied distant education and e-learning in her master's and continues to learn more about best practices in online education that she shares with our team and with our faculty. I am excited to have Cody join the Onlineers podcast as our new co-host. Welcome, Cody. Thank you, Kirsten. I'm excited to join the podcast. Although I've got to admit, I was a little hesitant to become a co-host of the podcast, but 2020 has introduced new challenges and experiences to us all, so why not try something new? You are going to be great, Cody. And one last announcement for our listeners before we get started on this week's episode. In the past, we tried really hard to have a new episode released each week. However, with our busy work weeks and recent staffing changes, we are going to change this to bi-weekly episodes. But we do promise to throw a few episodes in when we have time a few bonus episodes. So without further ado, today we will be talking about our journey through the peer reviewer course with Quality Matters. In our last episode, Regina talked about Quality Matters, or QM, and Cody and I finished our second certification course in September through QM, so we thought it was the perfect topic to discuss in our episode today. Yes, as Kirsten just shared, we both recently completed the Applying the Quality Matters rubric workshop and the peer review course through QM. While most of our discussion today will be about the peer reviewer course, also known as the PRC, I will give you a little background about both. These descriptions are from the QM website, which we will link in our show notes. The Applying the Quality Matters rubric is QM's flagship workshop on the QM rubric and its use in reviewing the design of online and blended courses. This course is really intended for a broad audience, including faculty, instructional designers, administrators, and adjunct instructors. It is particularly helpful to those new to QM or those considering the adoption of a quality assurance process for the design of online and blended learning. In addition to learning about the QM rubric and the course review process, participants also learn how to apply the concept of alignment and draft helpful recommendations for continuous improvements in course design. The APPQMR is the prerequisite for the PRC, which are both required to become a QM peer reviewer. The PRC is what we're gonna talk more about today. 
The PRC is designed to prepare experienced online faculty to serve as QM certified peer reviewers. This includes a review of the foundational principles of QM and the QM rubric. Over a three-week period, participants apply specific review standards to an online course, including writing helpful recommendations on course improvements. Then, participants will use their new skill set to complete a practice review of an online course using eight specific review standards from the QM rubric. I thought I learned a lot from the APP QMR until I took the PRC. Both are excellent courses, but I found the PRC to be more challenging and to be more insightful. For those considering either course, I will say that you definitely want to make sure you set the time aside to complete the courses. And if it says it's going to take 10 hours on a specific assignment, plan for around 20 hours. Now, that may just be Cody and I's overthinking brains, but we did find that we took extra time on each assignment than what they had estimated. The peer reviewer course is a three-week course that takes around 10 to 11 hours per week to complete coursework. There are also firm deadlines, and it is required that participants meet all expectations on assignments. Each assignment has a minimum expectation, and all assignments must meet expectations at an 85% level or higher. If those expectations are not met on your first try, you do get 48 hours to make revisions to meet expectations. And yeah, we were pretty thankful for the opportunity to revise our assignments. One thing really keep in mind is that the focus is about continuous improvement. Continuous is one of the four principles of quality matters. As Kirsten mentioned earlier, participants must meet the expectations of each assignment at 85% or higher which is similar to meeting QM standards of an actual review at 85% or higher. Even though I had to revise a lot of my assignments, the feedback that I received provided me with the instruction needed to make those revisions, and it helped me to become better at writing helpful recommendations. Upon completion of the peer reviewer course, you are certified to then review other institutions' courses using the sixth edition of the Quality Matters rubric. And I will say if you don't already have the Quality Matters rubric, I do recommend purchasing the Quality Matters rubric as it's a very helpful tool in both the APPQMR and the PRC. I agree, Kirsten. I also feel more confident about writing helpful recommendations. And actually, I found myself a few weeks ago subconsciously using the tools from this course to provide feedback to a colleague about a non-QM-related topic. Kirsten, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the structure of the peer reviewer course? Absolutely. The peer reviewer course is a 22-day course. On day one, you are given a schedule that provides learners with daily assignment due dates. On the schedule, there are some assignments that do have hard due dates. What this means is that for those specific assignments identified on the schedule, there is a required date that the assignment must be completed by. The schedule and checklist also provide you with an estimate of how long each module will take. For example, in the first module, the Getting Started module, you will read all of the information in the Start Here section, complete a participant agreement, and post in the Introduction Discussion Forum. And they estimate that this will take you about an hour to do all three of these things. And as we have already mentioned, be sure to plan for additional time just to be safe. I found myself exceeding the time estimates for most assignments, but I'm also very analytical, so I tend to look into things more than others do. 
But we don't want to spend too much time on the details of the course. If you take the course, you will learn all that you need to know from the course facilitator. But we do want to share some of our personal takeaways with you. Cody, what do you think are your biggest takeaways that you can share with our listeners? Uh, that's a really great question, Kirsten. One takeaway is when reviewing a course, it's important to look for the evidence that is outlined in the annotations for each of the 42 standards. You need to remember that you are not looking for your, for your own interpretation of what the standard means. The evidence you find or do not find in the course should correlate with the examples provided within the annotations from QM. Following the annotations will keep the review centered and consistent from one course to another and from one reviewer to the next. Probably the most important takeaway though is to look at the course through a learner's perspective. It's really easy to look at different areas of a course and check the box from an educator's perspective. But how will the student interact with the course? Is it easy for them to navigate? Do they understand how to complete the assignments? Does it make sense to them while they're learning the material or being asked to complete a task? The PRC is really about improving the quality of learning experiences for online learners. Kirsten, what would you say would be the biggest takeaway? Wow, you shared some really great takeaways and I completely agree with what you've shared. Use the annotations, they are there to help. And yes, really think about the course design from the learner's perspective. So one of the most significant things I learned in the PRC is that every course will have some strengths and some weaknesses. It is about continuous improvement. No course will be perfect, but we should always be striving to make our online courses better for our learners. Another takeaway I had was how much the course helped me better understand the specific review standards. We learned about the specific review standards and the APPQMR. However, the peer reviewer certification course really helped me to fully understand how each of the specific review standards applied to a course review and how to use the annotations to assist you in helping re helpful recommendations. Lastly, I learned how important module or unit level objectives are. This is something I would like to start implementing into my own courses and aligning those unit level objectives with the course activities and course objectives. Those are some really great points, Kirsten. I agree that unit level objectives are important. It's step two in alignment. At Trine, we have really been spending a lot of time on step one, which is focusing on our course objectives, instructional activities, and ensuring those are measurable. We are also focusing on aligning our materials and assessments to the course objectives. I would love for us to get to a place where we can start building unit level objectives in our online courses. Yes, and then eventually have our online courses go through a QM review. Yes, that is the goal. Oh, and I have to share that I've actually been already asked to serve on a QM review team and I'm currently working on my first QM course review. That is so great. For our listeners who are not familiar with this process, after you successfully complete the PRC, you are eligible to fill out an application with QM to be a peer reviewer. The review team is a three-member team consisting of the master reviewer or the team chair, a subject matter expert or SME, and an external peer reviewer. The master reviewer is the leader during the QM review process. The subject matter expert is an experienced online faculty member with subject matter expertise in this discipline-specific course that is being reviewed. This is essential to the review process. 
And lastly, the external peer reviewer is an experienced online faculty member who is external from the course institution. A QM course review staff member or QM coordinator is also responsible for selecting the members of the review team using the peer reviewer search tool on the QM website. We are so excited that Cody has been selected to participate in a course review. I think I'm most excited about being a reviewer because I'll have the opportunity to observe online courses at other institutions and help be a part of their continuous improvement process. I also look forward to collaborating on a team of individuals outside of trying who are passionate about improving online education. Becoming a peer reviewer will also further develop my knowledge and expertise in online education. I am really excited about that. Can you tell I'm just as excited for the whole experience? Cody, I think I'm as excited as you are to have someone from our Tribe Online team who recently completed the PRC to serve on a review team. Cody, myself, and four other team members successfully completed the PRC in September, and we each had a great experience and gained a lot of knowledge from the course. Trine University is a Quality Matters institution, but we have not been asked by QM to promote the PRC in this podcast. In this episode, we just wanted to share our own personal takeaways and experiences in having gone through the course ourselves. Just like a course, our team is in a state of continuous improvement. We are always looking for ways to make our Trine Online learning experience better for our learners. We have been fortunate to have had the opportunity to go through two QM courses, the APPQMR and the PRC. You can find more information about both of these courses and enroll in the courses on the QM website at qualitymatters.org. We hope you have found this episode insightful as to what the PRC entails. We are thankful for our listeners and we will be back with another episode in two weeks. Also, make sure to like and follow our Facebook page, The Onliners, or at The Onliners Podcast. If you were following our page before, please find us again on Facebook as our Facebook page has changed. You can also send episode ideas to theonliners at trine.edu. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.